Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Woo! Hey, how's it been? It's been good. It's been cold and snowy. We just went hiking up in the mountains of New York in the snow. Nice. Uh, How'd it go? It went great. We did it on purpose. Nobody's at the popular mountains in the snow, it turns out. Ah, uh-huh. so it was nice and peaceful, I guess. Oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> I got to practice photography. Ah, uh, cool. I just, yeah. What have you been up to? I well, yesterday I've been re- I was reading about this girl who put gorilla glue in her hair because mm. she didn't have adhesive, some like hair dye adhesive or something. And she put Gorilla Glue in her hair. She said it's been in there for like a month. Yeah. It's going to be in there for literally until she shaves her head and tries again. Mm-hmm. She- but now she wants to sue the company that makes Gorilla Glue because they didn't tell her that you should put it in your hair. My my thing is, and this woman is like a 40-year-old woman. My thing is, if you can't tell that you shouldn't, if you, if you don't know that you can't put Gorilla Glue in your hair, you, you don't deserve hair. <laughs> don't buy either thing. You can't put it on your skin. And if it can't go on your skin, it cannot go on your hair. You would have to use your skin to get it onto your hair, probably. Well, yes. It even says on the bottle that it's not for, you know, skin. It's for, like, fabric, auto parts. Auto parts. Wood. (laughs) Exactly. That should, you know. I have, uh, I use Gorilla Crazy Glue. Uh, Not in my hair. I use it to make jewelry. (laughs) And I glued some weather stripping to my van with it. Weather stripping. Not, not, you know, it's not for hair. It's weather stripping. It's for weather stripping. Girl should just shave her head and buy a wig. Would she be able to, though? Because, I mean, Gorilla it, Glue gets pretty hard. She could crazy glue the wig to her head. <laughs> and no, it'll be secure. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, hair good. grows out. So, like, like, when you get that kind of glue on your fingers... It's hard to get it off even with like acetone and that kind of stuff. But eventually your skin just flakes it off for you because you grow new skin. Yeah, but won't you get like ingrown hairs too? I mean, maybe. How close? I guess it depends on how close to the scalp she got. Am I rattling I, I don't some know. candy wrapper? You better believe I am. I got a, <laughs> I got a candy. No, because I know she. Go on. Go I know she. Um... She used the spray bottle kind, the Gorilla Glue spray, so I don't know how well it stuck to her hair. Like it's uh, hairspray? Yeah. <laughs> this chocolate's pretty good. It is called a Cherry Ripe by Cadbury. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, okay. It's from Australia. You know what's in it? Definitely coconut flakes. Mm. I, the print's too small. I can't see it. I'm very old. Other countries usually have, like, you know, good candy. Better than American candy, for sure. Yes, much better. Hmm. I thought I wasn't going to like it, because I don't like those, um, the cherry cordials, you know? Mm-hmm. And it had the outward appearance of a cherry cordial, and I was like, it better not be cherry cordial. Did someone send it to you? Mm-hmm, from Australia. My oh. Secret Santa got delayed in Secret Santa-ing me, because it's February. Oh, Okay. So she sent me a candy bar, and this is Bo Peep, I'm going to assume from Toy Story, but it's Uh a a paint-it-yourself Bo Peep. So we'll see what kind of uh, dragged-out massacre that ends up being. I'm not going to do it traditional, obviously. Why would you do that? That's boring. If that's what I wanted, I could have just gotten regular Bo Peep. 
Yeah. He's going to be a drag queen. Oh, they're also impeaching Trump today. Oh, that's Well, good. starting to. Well, whatever to that. <laughs> use the distract. I'm like, hey, President Biden should use the distraction. Slip some, slip some stuff in there, like some single payer health care. Get it going. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all supposed to get the stimulus soon. I piss fourteen hundred dollars. Well, if well, you know, I think it's for if someone if you make less than a hundred thousand, a hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and you have kids, then you get like three thousand something. Well, I that starts have... in July. Does my cat count? <laughs> fourteen hundred dollars in New York might as well be five bucks. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Just fine. I'm not complaining. I'll take it. I'll take twenty bucks. You know what I mean? I'm like I'll take whatever somebody wants to hand me. It's yeah, fine. seriously. <laughs> I'm like, good. Give me your money. Yeah, I'm not turning down free money. Mm, not ever. No. <sighs> this is the second half of an episode. Oh, uh, the devil you know is yes. the name of the episode. Something something politics. Something something. Donald Trump sucks. You think he's dead, but he's back like Apophis. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Apophis. Right. We did it. We nailed it. Don't worry. I'll edit that. It'll be seamless. The mic definitely didn't drop out right there. I'm seamless. Uh, I actually got a, a, a gamer's headset with like a, a microphone that I wanted to try, but uh, I was already late getting here because uh, there was debris in the road and it I don't even know from what. It was under an o- overpass and... Uh, it looked like crumpled up metal. Like I was like, but not in car shape. It was just like literally debris. Some random metal just showed up. And I was like, what, what is this? And you can't have trucks on the highway, so it's not like it fell off a truck. It mm. looked like just like if you could take like I beams and crumple up into a paper ball. That's what it looked like on the ground. I was like, what is this? What is this? I'm like, I'm late for my podcast for this. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the burping, guys. I'm drinking beers today. I'm more fun with beer than hard liquor, it turns out. So here we are. The devil you know. Apophis, he's back from the last time. Remember? He's back and he's mad. He is mad. And Daniel's so mad. He he says this with such a spiteful voice. He's like, well, Amunet's dead, so might as well give right. him the finger right there. Just been like, oh, so you like that? He's like, I don't, I didn't believe it. He's like, well believe it because she died in front of my face she died <laughs> i don't know why apophis isn't just like straight this is the problem why didn't they he just like open fire just kill them right there shoot because he did the, the classic villain trope you know he has to brag and i know delay everything and torture them and just you know show his dominance that's bad that's bad ethics. If I was a real bad guy, you'd just be shot, and that would be the end of it. That would be so shocking on a television show, though, I bet, like, when they do that kind of stuff. Like, in this mm-hmm. instance, like, Daniel being like, oh, yeah, well, your wife is dead. If you just shot him right in the forehead, you know? <laughs> like, oh, people this is interesting. would have gagged. <laughs> but he also needed information from them, so that's why he didn't kill him right away. I mean, did he? No. I mean, nothing. He's not getting anything out of them. He's just getting well, a pile of lies. Well, he didn't know that at the time. It's like he doesn't know anything. Do they not know anything? If you were to torture me for some information, you would get whatever information you wanted the most. Exactly. Because at that point, you just wanted to stop. Right. Like, 
even if I don't know the answer, if you're like, who killed JFK and you torture me for a bit, I'll tell you whatever name you want to hear. Be like, who do you think killed him? Because that's who did it. (laughs) Right. Anyway, he sends them all back to the pit instead. And, And Apophis might offer Tok'ra intel to Sokar. So he's planning a double-double cross. Mm-hmm. And that is lame. Apophis is pretty lame. <laughs> yeah, he's not very hes not very threatening as a villain. Not very imposing. I don't think so either. Not like so... Well, Sokar is imposing insofar as, like, he's got weird vein head. So that's... Yeah. A choice, I guess. And I don't know what that's from. They never explain it. Oh, maybe it's like old age or like remember when years it was of, like, like years of using a sarcophagus, maybe? Maybe. On um what's it called? True blood. All the vampires got a uh, hepatitis V and they had the blue veins there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's this. That's what it is. Sokar so somebody goes and tells Sokar the goings ons. And he's like, Well, Get that fleet ready in two days instead of two weeks. And they're like, sir. And he's like, do I have to get out of this chair? Make me st- <laughs> make me go down these stairs. Go ahead. He's like, just kidding. I'll be ready in two days. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and they found out t- where Teal'c was hiding. Uh, so back on the planet, Apophis asks to see Sam. And he makes her drink Sokar's blood. Indian- you mean the Indiana Jones punch? <laughs> Temple of Dune punch? Because <laughs> yeah. that's what that was. Oh that my! The Temple of Doom juice. I didn't. I didn't think of that at the time. I was like, <laughs> "What kind of weird acid crap is that?" And where did they get Sokar's blood anyway? What is this? What lies? Yeah, they never. Ex- they never explained what. Well, they did explain, but it's like, why call it Sokar's blood? Mm, nonsense. It will make her tell all her memories to him. So, like, he thinks like it's like a truth serum. And he, so she just keeps reliving her mom's funeral all the time. And he's, yeah. and then things start to get a little sus for her, and she's like, "This doesn't feel normal or real." So she winds up not telling him anything, and then they switch to Teal'c, and Teal'c's in the ship, and he flies over to the Tok'ra and tells them, <laughs> and tells them what the score is. <laughs> See, like it's fine that Teal'c has like a little sidebar where he has to go collect the Tok'ra, but those scenes should be longer interspersed instead of like cut to Teal'c two lines of dialogue cut back from Teal'c you know what I mean like it it well remember, remember this out. is TV this isn't like no I know but you could have lumped Teal'c telling the Tok'ra the score and the next scene that features Teal'c which is them with a plan you know like it, it didn't have to be cutting back and forth quite so True. quickly I think they I think they did it for time purposes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a popular way to to film at the time, too. But now it's the future. So I'm used to, like, this isn't the kind of thing that you see in, like, I watch WandaVision. So Mm -hmm. in WandaVision, they spent two whole episodes setting up the TV world without you even seeing the outside yet. So and then when they 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 can afford to do that, though. I guess so, but when they flash to the sword headquarters and the TV show, they don't spend like one second there and then back again with the like characters that are not involved. If there is a back and forth, 
it's it's all narrative. Yeah, but that's more for like exposition and stuff and, sto- and story. Thing. You already know who the Toker are, so why spend so much time on them? Well, that's what I mean. Like, you don't need to cut away for one line of Teal'c to be like, we're under attack or whatever. And then they're like, ugh, we'll get a plan. Hold on. And then you have to come back 10 minutes later with the plan for another 45 seconds. And then you're back at the pit again. That's all I'm saying is it's jarring to me to have to... Go back and forth. Right, to have to stop telling the A plot to get involved with the B plot. But it would be less if they just combined it into like a three-minute scene with the Tok'ra, and then you don't have to revisit for a bit. Anyway, we're back at the pit. Apophis drags Jack up for some torture. Uh, I guess everybody's going to be drinking this Sokar blood. Yeah. Sam, oh, so and they sent Sam back to the pit. Sam's dad is pretty weak. Back for Jack. Listen, about these Charlie nightmares. <laughs> now, I know my recollection of this series is fuzzy, but I really didn't think they went back to that Charlie well quite as often as they do. <laughs> well, that's the, mo- that's the only thing that it, like really affected him. The Charlie incident. Also, Apophis is so horrendous at interrogation. Like, horrendous. Like, he's pretending to be Charlie to, like, get information out of Jack. Like, that. I guess that's how the blood acid trip is going to work. Yeah. But, like, you show your hand entirely when, like, Jack's like, why can't we just play catch, my dead son? And he's like, we never play catch. I shoot myself because you're an asshole. And he's like, ugh. Oh, we can play catch after you tell me information. Yeah, after you tell me where the Tok'ra homeworld is. I'm like, that's so out of character for a little boy. I'm like... Like, first of all, you don't know about Tokara, so I know it's not you. <laughs> right, you're like showing your hand immediately. He has never interrogated in his life, I'm going to wager. Cause, like, well, he's never... Like, he's probably... As a, as, a, as, a, um, as a ghoul, he probably never had to. I mean... Because remember, yeah. remember, he ruled by fear. So why would you have to interrogate someone who's already afraid of you? I guess, I mean, man, this is, this is going to go so poorly for him. <laughs> okay, so the we're back with the Tok'ra, and their solution is to blow up the moon with Sokar's ship. Yeah, it's all like it's like all or nothing with these Tok'ra, man. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> it really is. It's like you've been fighting this war for how long? Like maybe a couple centuries. Mm. You know what I mean? And so you trying to tell me you have no backup plan for the backup plan? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, we hit a snag. We got to just flush everything down the toilet. I know. Tilk's like, hey, I hate this idea. This is not a good idea. And they're like, well, they're very valuable, so we'll kill them. And he's like, mm, disagree. Yeah, but this is why the Tokra can't win. And they always need hosts. Because they're always killing, killing off everyone. They should trust that Martooth and Sam's dad... They got this. Don't worry about what they're up to. Do yeah. not. I mean, Sam's dad is a general, so I mean, he probably has some experience in like planning. They should know that Martuf's not going to give up anything. They should be like, "Yeah, we know Martuf's good for it." But that's what I'm saying. Like, like I said, it's all or nothing. It's like, oh, oh plan to snag. Let's just kill everything. Unbearable. Well, speaking of Martuf, he's up next for the Sokara blood. Uh. Jack quips, man, oh man. 
<laughs> they don't they don't unpack this quip enough in my opinion. He said it reminds me of the 70s, which means Jack was doing a lot of acid in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like nobody else was. I'm sure everybody was doing acid in the 70s. At a minimum, mushrooms. Minimum. Yeah, probably. I'm like, let's talk about that and the psychological damage you might have. Was he part of MK Ultra? maybe? <laughs> probably. Who knows? Seems like some... Some Air Force shenanigans, maybe. He's old enough to have been in the Air Force in the 70s, I'd, I'd wager. Probably. Like, he's walking around, he says, like, peanut butter, and somebody just, like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no! So, Martouf gives off the appearance that he breaks under the torture, because they don't want Sam to die. Because he doesn't want Sam to die. So he's like... What what was the name of uh it was he he like Princess Leia it he was like uh, it was um Antak or something like that or, no and Dantooine Dantooine that was the yeah name it was Dantooine of... yeah and so he he pulls a a Princess Leia immediately he's like oh I just can't bear to see Sam die it's Dantooine and he's like <laughs> great and doesn't kill them which he should have yeah. thanks thanks for the good intel goodbye your dad both of you uh but then he brings up Daniel for torture purposes I assume. Then we're back over to Teal'c. This is what I mean. Like, they flipped back over to Teal'c so he could look shiftily at the other guy. And then we're back with Sokar. Yeah. And we're back with Martouf. Because uh, oh, Martouf lied. And he was like, ha ha ha, got him. Got him good. <laughs> he's dumb. And Sam's like, you lied. And he's like, oh, yeah. I feel like Martouf been around a long, long time. And I appreciate that him and Joe and I weren't in love with each other and everything like that. And Sam's like, oh my god, you're gonna be so upset when you find out what Jolinar had to do to get out of here. He's like, girl, I've been around for a few thousand years. I'm pretty sure I know what she had to do to get out of there. I'm okay with it, trust me. I mean, there ain't nothing I ain't seen, so. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever weird thing he was into, it didn't look like it was that weird. Yeah, right? (laughs) It looked pretty vanilla from where I'm standing, so. So now, he's trying to get Daniel, uh, Apophis is trying to get Daniel to say where the Harsesis child is. And Daniel's like, mm, I don't think Yeah, because so. I think he comes in as Jack, right? Yeah. He's he comes like, in as Jack and, you know, it almost had me convinced. Yeah, he was, he finally got around to not saying dumb things that characters would not say. Like, out of Until. character things. And then he's like, I'm Jack, and I'm forgetful sometimes. You know how I am. What's the name of where the Harsesis is? And Daniel's like, you don't care about what that at all. I know you don't care, because if you're Jack, you really don't care. And he's just like, damn it! Yeah, really. You're like, oh, sorry, that's out of character. He really wouldn't care about this. Yeah, Apopha should have really done his research. Yeah, he did. He's bad at this entire operation. Like, he amounted the insurrection, and that went well. But then, it's like he had no plan for the after effects. He didn't expect to have his four greatest enemies. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, I didn't know I was getting my four greatest enemies out of this. I mean, I was going to overthrow always. That was always the plan. But this, I have no plan for this. And that's obvious. But Sokar Mm -hmm. interrupts the Harsesis chat, and Apophis offers information from the Togra to Sokar and Sokar is pretty dumb because he's like okay 
<laughs> I'll let you come on my sure. ship. Uh, Daniel takes one for the team to get the communicator because he goes to punch a guard. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, right? It's like nothing even happened. He was like, oh. Like, because he knew. He's like, oh, I'm going to get my... Just tossed. He's like, All right, here it comes. <laughs> but he snags the, the communicator uh, dramatically. Which is good. Daniel, take one for the team. And, you got this, buddy. And how come no one saw that, though? Oh, because, like, he dramatically, like, threw himself across the table and knocked everything over. And, like, he's like, a slide of hand at that because these people are dumb. Pretty much, yeah. The Tok'ra is getting ready with Teal'c. And Teal'c saw the uh, the rings go off. And he's like, hey, those rings just went off. Pretty sure that was probably Apophis in them. Because, like, why else would those rings go off? And he's like, yeah, we're still blowing up that planet. He's like, I do not agree. <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't think we'll be blowing up any planets today. Or we will, but not with our friends on them. But, like, they couldn't find another way? Yeah, like, give them a minute. <laughs> Like, there's gotta be a better way, seriously. Uh, yeah, and Sam winds up calling on the walkie-talkie, and and Teal'c's like, hey, hey, I got Sam on the line, so we don't have to blow up this planet, and the other Tok'ra's like, too late, already press the button. It's like, oh, oh, nope. I'm like, oh man, Teal'c looked like, he was like, you... I'm still on Showtime, and I could swear, but we don't swear, because somehow we don't swear on this show. Right. <laughs> uh, Sam fills... Okay, this is not this is not a thing. But it's a thing because of television. Sam's like, I've got an idea. Fill in the vent hole with rocks and then it'll explode and the vent will open. No. That doesn't happen in like five seconds. First of all, those rocks cannot be like five pound rocks. <laughs> I had to pay an overweight fee on luggage from Belize because the rock that I took where they were like, everybody, grab a little river stone. And I was like, cool. And I grabbed one. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to show it to you right now. Okay. Oh, my God. This is it. <laughs> Look at the yeah, size that of this is... thing. That's from that is... a rainforest in Belize. And it put my luggage overweight. And I had to pay like 50 bucks to get that thing home. So if this thing weighs about 10 pounds, which it does... You gotta fill so many of these into a vent to blow for the pressure to build, and that's gonna take longer than a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's SG1, so, you know, they... I cannot believe that that was gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> but work it does. Uh, cut over to Apophis, spilling his guts to Sokar. But Sokar has his own intel. He's like, hey... The Toker home base is not the Toker home base because I already ruled that world and there's no Toker on that world. Not like he'd know because they have underground crystal tunnels and crap like that. So how would he know? They would just look like everybody else on that planet. Yeah, but he probably turned that planet into what the moon that he's that he's going the the moon that he's on now. Mm. So he would know like there's no Toker on there. Well, he does know, and he's like Apophis is full of it. Get rid of him. Then you zoom over to Teal'c. Who takes over the ship to intercept the rings? That because he's on the walkie-talkies with, with the gang, and he's like, "All right, we got to Remember how we did it the last time, with the the beaming down? Well, we're gonna do it again, but beaming up. <laughs> you have to come to a complete stop, and 
That is, I don't know how precise. You have to be like super precise for that. I mean, Teal's a master, I guess. No, 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 but you have to be like ridiculously, like, you have to be like ridiculously accurate. I just thought of Ron Weasley and how he spliced his arm that one time because he was not doing too well with the teleportation that they had to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like one one millimeter off, and like O'Neill misses a finger. That's what I mean. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Daniel's got. He's like, oh, my pinky finger. Exactly. They start torturing Apophis, and then the planet starts erupting, and this uh, throws Sokar off his torture game. I guess Apophis just beelines out of there, so he escapes, obviously. Because if I don't see a dead yeah. body, he's not dead. I theoretically, Sokar is also dead, but. Is he? Because I didn't see his Everybody, dead body either. Yeah, well, his ship exploded. Everybody else on the planet died. So. Well, yeah, the planet people, I believe that they died. But if Apophis can escape in whatever escape pod he gets away in, which he almost certainly gets away in, Sokar should be able to get away too. Probably. But maybe, maybe not. I don't remember if he ever comes back into into any of these episodes. Well, I know Sokar has a, um, he had a personal shield. Oh, right. The gang also escapes. Well, why wouldn't they? Right. And then that Togra, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't believe you guys had the luck of a two-time lotto winner. Like, <laughs> I should never have doubted you until it's like, yeah. Mm. So what did you what did you think overall here? What do we got on stars? What do we got? I mean, I like the episode. I'll give it like four stars, even though Apophis is a bit incompetent. I gave it four stars, too. I thought this would have been better served as a three-parter instead, because it felt rushed at the end. Well, I mean... Like, all the all the well, torture, the mind torture, that went on for quite a long time, but then when it came to the mounting the rescue and breaking out and the explosion and Apophis, and he runs away, and then Sokar, and then the... I'm like, this yeah, is... Yeah, that, that took, like, five minutes. Yeah, I was like, oh... Because the, the, the mind torture took so long that I was like, is this a three-parter? And then it wasn't. I was like, that's kind of a letdown. It should be. Mm. So yeah, I thought it, it should have been a three-parter and a little bit more expansion on Sokar and what he's about. Yeah, they never really explained what Sokar They just said, well, he's like the devil, and that's it. What help is that? Maybe the devil's pretty rad from some points of view. Yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's like benevolent, benevolent like mm. Lucifer. Well, you never know. I mean, he could have taken any role. He could have done anything. But we'll never know. So, that's it. Four stars. And the promo for next week's episode is called Invasion. And it looks like it's a Teal'c-Carter meetup. I'm like, that's weird. They never team up, but I'm into that. Maybe that's where Teal'c Teal'c gets his first little heart warm of love for (laughs) Sam. Yeah. I'm shipping Teal'c and Sam. (laughs) His heart grew three sizes too, you know. That's right. Something grew. <laughs> it grew three, th- three sizes that day. That's right. Sure did. And I'm sure that was way too much for Sam. She's like, whoa, I need like half of that. That is a lot. <laughs> whoa, 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 too. Uh, got anything you want to add here? Well, do you like cookies? Uh, yes, but I cannot have cookies. Do you like cakes? Also cannot have cakes. Oh, well, I didn't ask you if you can have them. I asked you if you like them. Of course, everybody likes cake. Oh, yeah. Well, my friend Theo has a baking company online 
and you can reach her uh, if you, if you want to, you know, send a friend a cake or a cookie, or if you decide to eat cakes and cookies again, <laughs> you can reach her on Instagram at uh, baked by underscore fiore, f i o r e, on Instagram, and Gmail at baked by fiore at gmail dot com. She, you know, will deliver in Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania and go so far as to North Jersey. But, you know, seeing that you live in New York, if you want a cake or a cookie or something, you can reach her by Gmail and she can, uh, you know, she can work something out with you. Yum. Yeah, I'm like, I can't eat cookies while I eat Australian candy. Right. Terrific. Uh, we you sold some shirts at the Tea Public shirt store. I finally figured it out. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I made a, nice. a nature scene t-shirt with some trees and some mountains and a stargate in between and a setting sun behind it. And, uh, I and didn't the t-shirt mean, police didn't get you? Nope, because I didn't say stargate or any other copyrighted phrases or words or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't say in the middle of my backswing. Although maybe I'll make a shirt that is a nature-based uh, stargate with a golf ball coming out of it. Ah, okay. Because, I mean, the gate was open. They were hitting those balls somewhere, right? A pile of golf mm-hmm. balls in, in the middle of nowhere where nobody lives. I'm going to think about that. In the meantime, buy a shirt. We're at Public. ZPM Stargate. We're everywhere. If you want to contact us, I'm on Twitter all the time at ZPM Stargate. I'm rarely on Instagram, but you can. Always ZPM Stargate at gmail.com. And on Facebook, we're at Podbean, hosted by Podbean zbmstargate.podbean.com Otherwise, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye! Goodbye!